had uh, established a group of uh, designers, 10 Canadian designers. That was why I was getting so much press because we were coming through as a group. And I uh, told them, you know, I'm, I'm closing up and I'm going to follow Jesus. So I got, I got big eyes looking at me as if I kind of lost it. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Chris Johnson. And today we have a guest from Canada who's on the line with us from Ontario. Faith Batsko is founder and president of Headstone International Ministries. She's a prophetic teacher. She speaks and ministers internationally. And she's an ordained pastor through Catch the Fire Leaders Conference. And she's held many conferences and seminars in South America and the Caribbean. And she has a few books that are also available in Spanish. So there's much more to her story, though. And we're going to welcome Faith Basco now to Charisma Connection. Hello, Faith. Hi, Chris. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for joining us this uh, early day. Not too early, I guess. Yeah. But let's get acquainted a bit. Now, I, okay. I read on your website, which is headstoneministries.com, mm-hmm. that you have an interesting testimony. For one, you were a fashion designer at one point. Uh, could mm-hmm. you tell us, you know, sort of what you were doing? And, and then I understand the Lord brought you out of that. Yes. Well, um, yes, I was actually quite obsessed with fashion and the world, and uh, that was that was my my big thing and um really pressed into it until i had a store in the heart of toronto and um started to get uh, noticed by the press and was on tv and in in newspaper articles and you know just well on my way to becoming famous i guess maybe one day <laughs> and god showed up and he just turned my world upside down and and he uh, asked me to just leave everything and follow him. It was sort of a, an Abrahamic type call, leave everything behind and come and follow him. So that was quite uh, traumatic because I, I had no experience with God. I, I grew up in a in a religious home. My father was a, a minister in the Brethren Church, had walked away from Christianity at age 14. So this was all brand new to me. And but I. I knew in my spirit that this was God and he was speaking to me and that gave me the courage to to be obedient and to walk away, close the store. I had uh, established a group of uh, designers, 10 Canadian designers. That was why I was getting so much press because we were coming through as a group and uh, told them, you know, I'm I'm closing up and I'm going to follow Jesus. <laughs> so. Hmm. I got I got big eyes looking at me as if I kind of <laughs> lost it. Anyway, that was the beginning. So what year was that, Faith? Uh, that was 1993. Okay. Yep. So in 1993, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I, I was praying and asking God, well, what what now? What This is all that I know to do. What do I do? And uh, it would take, I'm going to write a book about this. <laughs> so, oh, good. But just briefly, he... Um, he he gave me the the um direction that I was to I was going to write. Now at that point I was just an absolute terrible writer and um gave me the scripture in Jeremiah that he was calling me as a, a 
prophet to the nation. So hmm. I didn't have a clue what that meant, didn't have the lingo for that. I thought it, it, I put it together with the writing that I was going to write something mm-hmm. and maybe it would be sold. <laughs> anyway, and so he said to follow him and I ended up in a little tiny village in the middle of nowhere. And that's where my training with God began. So that was, so that was very, up in Canada? That was in Canada, just outside of Toronto, like two hours outside of Toronto, in a little tiny village, about 1,500 people. But what's interesting is I'd started to go to the Toronto Blessing Church, Catch a Fire, and um, I didn't want to leave it, but God just forced my hand that I had to go to this town. That's another story. And um, found a little church there that was uh, very much impacted by the Toronto Church, so I felt right at home there. And God really took me through the fire and taught me so much. I think I was there about maybe six, seven years and uh, learned a lot. He started to clean out the junk out of my heart and transform me from a worldly, selfish young lady. And, uh, and also at the same time began to teach me his word. And so I was just studying a lot and learning everything that I had missed out on. Yeah, so that was quite interesting. Well, Faith, from from reading your testimony, I think that I can see that God's Word is very meaningful to you. Yes, that is a big part of my life. I love I love the Word of God, and um, I always tell people when in my seminars that if you don't appreciate the Word of God, you won't like my teaching because I, I refer to it constantly. So. I, I like to, whatever God shows me, because he's given me a lot of revelation, and um, I need scripture. I'm like, God, where is that? You know, I'm going to get stoned. <laughs> so <laughs> I, um, so he does. He gives me lots of scripture, lots of revelation. So I started to write, and um, that book became a very large book that split into two, then split into three. So it's actually seven books in a series and um, I've only published uh, three. The fourth is about to be published on Israel. So the, it's a series that has a, a theme of the headstone. Mm-hmm. Let's touch on that a little bit. Your ministry is called Headstone International Ministries. Would mm-hmm. you explain what that means? Sure. Well, you know, I started to write these books and the revelations God had given me and was very much related to Israel, first of all, and the significance of Israel. And the the, the key was the, the word until in the scriptures in, in Romans 11, where it says that blindness in part has happened to Israel until. And God began to show me that um, when that moment in history comes, that until, where the until factor comes into play, that season that's surrounding the return of Christ, which could be however long, I'm not you know, giving any dates or times, but um, in that season, it, there's going to be some world-shifting changes happening that until moment, because Israel's eyes are going to be open, the world's eyes are going to be open towards Israel. Things are going to begin to, to, to take on a whole new dynamic because of that, because God's really been focusing on, um, you know, 2,000 years on, you know, cultivating the Gentiles as he cultivated the, the, the olive trees. And so I was learning a lot about Israel, and uh, God was showing me 
Then he took me to Zechariah 4, 7, which states, you know, he shall bring forth a headstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Now, God began to just unpack that revelation of that headstone, and I, I studied it and in many different translations, and um, it, it, it's, it's a stone referring to co- the times of completion. You know, God begins things, but he also ends things. It says, you know, in, in Philippians that he will finish what he started. Mm-hmm. So this headstone is, is in reference to the completion of things, not the, the foundation stone or the cornerstone, but the, the final stone. So in different translations, it, it's translated as the final stone, the closing stone, the capstone, the headstone, the top stone. And so it's all related to the finished product. And and God was showing me that that finished stone is related to two things. It's a sanctuary that he will return to, but all the facets of who he is has to be there in play in that stone. And that, that's coming back to the seven books. It's seven facets. And... Um, we have Israel and women in ministry, you know, the warfare and um, uh, union, um, the love of God. So different facets that, that you know, that uh, maybe some parts have been missing and God wants it to come into its fullness, you know, especially with women and with Israel. So these are all things that you touched on in your in your book series, right? Yes, each book represents one of the facets. So mm-hmm, one's called mm-hmm. the plumb line. That's to do with the cleansing and deliverance and healing of his house. And and then the, the in his image, which is referring to the, the women created in his image for such a time. And that's a, a key book for women in that it's showing that women have, have been released in this hour of history. You know, it's, it's, it's quite something that over you know, 2,000 years since Christ, that it's just now that women are being fully released, but it's it's in God's timing for a purpose because women are going to birth some very huge things that, that uh, prepare the way of the Lord. <clears throat> and so there's another book called, I'm just finishing off, called Israel, My Son, Jerusalem, My Beloved, and it's the whole revelation of um, Israel that is, to come out in the time of until when, when we begin to look at Israel once again. So anyway, so I started to write, and but then God began to give the whole, everything that was writing uh, a building uh, kind of theme and uh, structure and, and bringing it into the house of God and, and how it's being built over centuries from, from the time Israel left Egypt. So I, Actually, the, our, my books just scan that whole time, the beginning plan, the transcendent plan of God from the foundation right through to the headstone. Mm-hmm. So the headstone also represents uh, a generation. It's, it's, the, it's a completion time, but it's a headstone generation. And it's a whole new breed of Christian God is raising up in this hour. And we see it happening right now because of the times we're living in. It demands uh, a new a new breed of Christian uh, that's completely sold out. Well, what what do you Pardon? mean by that, Faith? What do you mean by a new breed of Christian? Well, one that is is fully sold out to God, that he's number one, he's the priority. 
um, and um, you know there's been a lot of mixture in the church and complacency and um, for a long time and things just not um, as they should be and I, I, I see I, we've been saying the scripture for years about the, the shaking you know that he would shake everything that can be shaken but we are living that right now he is shaking everything that can be shaken including Christians so for us to question, like, you know, who we are, what do we really believe? And how committed are we? Because the, the Bible says that we're to be living sacrifices. So what does that look like to be a living sacrifice? You know, and completely sold out to God. Yes, that's that's certainly a, a very powerful verse, as we know that we have to die to ourself. And that's that's what happened to you from the beginning of your Christian faith. Yes. He said pretty much that, that to become a living sacrifice. One of the scriptures he told me before I, I went to the sale town was, do not, it's in, uh, where is it, in Thessalonians, I believe, do not think it's strange, no, it's in Peter, do not think it's strange, the fiery trial that is to try you as though some strange thing has happened to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, oh my God, that doesn't sound too good. What am I going into? <laughs> but you know God does try us and test us and cleanses us and you know brings us into the fullness it, he promises that in Ephesians that he will bring us into the fullness of the stature of Christ now that's quite an incredible statement um I don't know that we fully believe that mm-hmm. but um that was his intention it's in the word and, and we I we don't really that, know what all that means do we no that's quite something to to say that, but I believe we're we're coming into those times where we're gonna we're gonna learn what that means. We're gonna understand. Yes. It. Maybe we'll begin to see it because this new breed of Christian is the release of the sons of God. We've been talking about for years that the world is waiting the revelation of the sons of God, and we're gonna see Christians rise up and begin to look like Christ and walk like Christ and talk talk like Christ and do the things that he did. And Mm -hmm. it says even greater things. Well, um, we're coming close (laughs) to the end of our time and you have said a lot right there, Faith. But (laughs) um, as we look for this time of completion, what do you think Jesus will be looking for as he comes back in his second coming? What will he be looking for in his bride the church? Well, the scriptures say he'll be looking for faith. Um, I think that's in Luke, mm-hmm. you know, that um, he, it, will he find faith? Yes. So he's looking for a people who, of faith, who um, trust him, who believe him fully, who are willing to lay down their lives for him and walk with him where he wants us to walk. You know, we may go through some things, but if we fully trust him, we won't fear. So faith is the opposite of fear. It's the people who have no fear, who have become living sacrifices. And uh, I think he wants to see passion. I think that's one of the highlights of women being released. Because women are, are very, very passionate in their love for Christ when they discover who he is. And so they mm. they they um they're imparting or they're a light they're an example to the body of Christ to see what passion for Him looks like. There, you know, we saw it in the Bible with Mary Magdalene and 
Mary, Mother of Jesus, the passion and the love and the devotion that they had to him. That's what he's looking for. He's, mm-hmm. he's coming back for a bride, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So he's looking for that incredible passion. His passion took him to a cross. So what will, where will our passion take us? What are we willing to give up? What are we willing to, to die for? Mm. And um, it's, it's Christ. Well, you know, you've, you've certainly left us with a strong spiritual challenge. And yes. I certainly appreciate you pointing us back to the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Would you like to close us in prayer now, Faith? Sure. Lord, I just thank you for every single person that is listening, that their hearts will be stirred. Lord, that the, a fire would be ignited in them, Lord, that, that uh, you would just come upon them, Holy Spirit, and draw them out into the ocean of your love. And Lord, that their faith level would, would, would rise, God, to take them to a new place in you, that they would believe, believe, God, for the impossible, believe for greatness, because you are in them, Lord. You live and move. We live and move and have our being in you, Lord. So you are in us and nothing is impossible to a child of God. Lord, nothing that you would have us be or do is beyond our reach, God. We're just looking for those who will believe you and trust you. And I just pray, God, that uh, this podcast would have stirred many to begin to rise up Lord, to be that headstone army, that generation, to rise up and to follow you without fear into wherever you are going to take them, Lord, into the unknown, into the great adventure with Christ our Savior. Amen. Amen. Faith without fear. We need a little of that right now during this pandemic, too. (laughs) Yes. And uh, I think you've got the right name, Faith. (laughs) Yeah, it's a tough name to carry. (laughs) Oh, I imagine. (laughs) But you are a woman full of faith. I can see that. So we've been speaking to Faith Batsko. And Faith, give us your website one more time. It's Headstone Ministries with an S, headstoneministries.com. And uh, from that main website, you can get, we have three or four websites. You can get to everything from that one. Yes, I understand you have an academy, too, that people might want to check out. Yes, yeah, we have four really powerful courses, and we'll be uploading more as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thank you so much, Faith Basco, for being with us today from Ontario, Canada. Thank you, Chris, for having me. It's been wonderful. It's been an honor. I'm Chris Johnson. You've been listening to Charisma Connection, and there's a, an abundance of new podcasts and a long-standing podcast that you'll learn a lot from and be challenged spiritually. You can check those out at cpnshows.com. That's our network, Charisma Podcast Network, cpnshows.com. Thanks for listening today to Charisma Connection. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. 